A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and smarter movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Before I get into today's episode, I want to invite you to try my lit daily online yoga classes with me. You'll get a free trial if you sign up now and I have a library of anatomy-based yoga classes. I also do special monthly live streams. Check it out at movementbylara.com now. And now for today's SEP episode, how to connect to your core without doing abs. So in other words, like the traditional kind of sit-ups or anything that involves getting on the floor. So the big caveat to that is I have lots of different ways of using your abdominals and connecting to them and getting them firing and strong in, in my lit daily classes. So I really love doing those um, at the beginning of class because there's something about awakening these muscles before you ask them to do the job that they're supposed to do, which is primarily to hold your center steady and strong so that you can move your limbs with ease and you can do a, you know, many, many movement patterns in a variety of ways that, that, that are supported by the core. So what are, what are some ways to uh, get those abs working where you don't get on the floor? And that could be just like, okay, I want to implement this in my daily life or I want to give this to my grandmother who can't get on the floor very well, or, or those type of things, because there are lots of different ways of using and activating the abdominals without 
getting on the floor and doing some kind of lift off. So trunk flexion is when you are lying on your back and you lift your head up. So you're you're flexing essentially your trunk. You're you're starting the flexion of of the trunk and a big movement pattern like a traditional kind of sit up where you see people lying on their back and their feet are hooked around something kind of stabilizing and then they start going all the way up, like up to vertical and all the way back down. That's like what I would see is a bit like a full big sit up. And I think that there's every movement has some, some kind of benefit to it. I think the problem with that movement pattern is that it tends to draw or inspire the, the larger, more superficial muscles of the trunk to work and you don't get into those deeper abdominals. So the the abdominal work that I tend to do at the beginning of class is trying to get those deeper abdominal, the, the kind of like, almost like if you went all the way through to the back of your body, there's abdominals that go that deep. And those are the ones I'm, I try and help um, kind of re-educate for people or educate to fire. So how can we do that without getting on the ground? So the first thing I would say is go against a wall and put yourself against the wall so that your back is on the wall and you're facing into the room. And bend the knees and walk your feet a little bit away. So you might have seen this like in the version of a wall squat. And bending the knees, you'll you'll get the legs going and whatnot. But what I want you to feel is, can you draw the belly? To, so imagine where your belly button is and make a, a circle around it. But first go out so that the diameter, meaning take a line from the center of the belly button to about three to four inches in any direction, and then make a circle there so that you have like this, which is your solar plexus, like this larger space. So when you when people say like suck your belly in and all that, that is one part of it, but that's not all of it. So what would I I would ask you to instead think of is like a large circumference there. And can you pull that together toward this center, toward the navel, pull drawstring, all of that together, and then pull that whole circular space back into the wall and get that feeling. And it will feel like you're kind of sucking your belly in or putting on a tight pair of pants or whatever kind of imagery that you'd like. And what most people will tell me is, well, when I do that, I feel like I can't breathe. And that's because you're really trying to get everything, including your diaphragm involved, and you're just like suctioning your breath in. And that's not bad. What will happen is you first have to feel the engagement and then learn to employ the diaphragm without holding your breath. But it's not, don't worry about like that you're kind of having to hold your breath to do it. You're just kind of getting everything involved and firing and you're going a little bit too much overboard because you haven't finessed the abdominal wall on its own. And and you don't really, when you contract muscles, you never just contract one or two. There's so many attachments that you'll feel like the sprinkling effect or the chain reaction effect throughout. But try and do that. So bend the knees, you're on the wall, press back into the wall with the back of your ribs, and then draw that whole circular area around the navel. Draw it together first and then back towards the wall. 
And if you find that to be challenging, take your hands and do that action with your hands. So your fingers will pull in toward the navel and then pull back. So you're almost acting as your own corset with your hands. Then, and then I would say do that many times a day to to start that action of using the core, using the abdominals without getting down on the ground using abdominals. Because this is, um, some people in yoga world or physical uh, physical therapy world or um, personal training world will call that bracing, where you just kind of brace it. And, and we're not going exactly for that either, but attempt to get some version of it because this is a way of using your abdominals. Then the idea is to take that feeling and incorporate it in your daily life. So come away from the wall and start to bend your knees, but then immediately hinge at your hips. So you're doing a squat and and come down so that your hips are still higher than your knees, but your torso starts to fold over like it would sit on your thighs. So it's a really like keeping everything symmetrical. Your hips go back, your knees bend, and then keeping the chin neutral. Stay at a place where your belly isn't on your thigh and then do the same action you did on the wall. Pull everything together in that from that solar plexus, from that circle, and then pull it into the back and hold there. So now you're utilizing the core. You're working the abs without being on the ground, but by stabilizing your spine as it starts to flex, as it starts, it's not flexing, it's it's like you're flexing at the hips, but the trunk is moving from a vertical position. So more gravitational forces are going to be pressing down on the spine. So your reaction is to pull up in the abdominals. Okay. The next stage from there is stay tilted like that, but slide your right leg back so and be on the right toes. So if you have shoes, take the shoes off and do it. Or if you're, you know, at your office, you can do it in shoes, but try and take the shoes off. So you're now from that squat position where you've tipped, you've tilted forward, your hips are back, you held your belly in there. And I would say try and hold it for a minute and work up, work your squats up to two minutes, three minutes. Then you slide that right leg back. So you're in this crescent lunge, we call it in the yoga world, but like a tilted crescent young lunge. So your right leg is back, your left leg is forward and the abdominals are in. And then stay pulled in from the solar plexus, pull the belly in into the back and bring your hands at your kind of the tops of your pelvis. So right at the, like the weight where the jeans would sit put the hands there and cinch the sides in as well. So you're working the abdominals all the way down there. Then you could bring just your right arm forward by your right ear and then bring your left arm back. So now you're in this tilted crescent lunge where your right leg's behind you, your left leg's in front, your right leg is straight, you're on your right toes, the right arm is by your ear and the left arm is by... So imagine all this. This is where we're working the abdominals because you've got gravity happening. You're now moving your arms as well as trying to stabilize through um, the grounding action of the legs. 
And so these are great ways to use the abdominals without going down and doing abs. It's like how to stabilize when you're a little bit off center or you're putting more demand on one area, like your legs or something. So let's just walk through that one more time. You start off on the wall, pressing yourself back into the wall with the knees bent. I also should mention, let your head be neutral. So the chin is just released. It's not jutting forward. And then draw that whole area of the circle around from the navel together toward the navel, which is also known as the belly button, and then pull that into your back ribs. And you hold it against the wall for a while. Now, as you start to get a little bit more comfortable doing this, reach the arms up overhead. So you now you've got some length, some lift of the rib cage that is you're allowing that lift of the rib cage and you're actually going to get more space for the low back by lifting the ribs up and by drawing the low belly and that circumference around the navel back. And then if you come away from the wall, you go from more of a vertical position to bending the knees and hinging forward in in a form of a squat, but you're in a high squat. So in in yoga, we might call this like a chair pose, but your chin isn't looking for it. Your chin is neutral. So when your torso starts to go at an angle, so does your head. Your head stays in line with the rest of the spine. When in doubt, pull the belly, put your hands right on the belly and pull it back into the low back. Stay in this squat for one, two, three minutes. Get those legs really working. Get the hips working. Get the abdominals working. So this is abdominal work because if your abs aren't working, your low back will just arch and sag. And then you're you're just kind of, your legs are working, but you've lost that current of energy from the floor. So once you're in that squat for a while, and squats, by the way, if you have time for very little else, do a squat because it's such a, functional movement, but it really can help you reset your pelvis, get your abs active, get your hips mobile. Super, super useful and important move. Um, So from there, you'll slide your right leg back. You're in this tilted crescent now. Bring your hands on top of your hips. Bring your right arm by your right ear with a thumb up and your left arm back. And you can just stay like that. And then the final move would be from there, put weight into your left foot and then lift your right knee up towards your belly and come up to a stand. So you're in a one-legged balancing pose and you'll switch your arms. So when when you stand on the left leg and the right knee comes up, you can bring your left arm up by your ear and your right arm down by your hips and then return to that tilted crescent where you return the right leg behind you. You are tilted by... The torso is now at a diagonal, not upright, and the right arm is forward by the right ear and the left arm is back. So do that movement because those movements add more demand on the abdominals. And then you'll repeat all of that on the other side. So the right leg would be forward and the left foot back. This is to give you an example of you don't have to get down on the ground. And so say somebody who, like like I said, someone's grandmother, I would give them something literally like this, but I would just have them hold onto the wall or a chair for the, for the balance in, in that tilted crescent. But no one is ever too old or too disabled in their movement patterns to start working more from here, from a squat at the wall, 
to coming away from the wall and hinging for a squat, hinging and then sliding one leg back. In all that time, you're putting the demand on your core and you haven't even put your hands on the ground and you haven't even gotten your body all the way down and like you would set up for a traditional sit-up. So know that to use your abdominals, don't just wait for the opportunity. And that's why I start every one of my classes, I call it the reset. And it is to reset to get your neutral pelvis because from the predominant sedentary um, space that we're in, um, we spend so much of our time sitting, we really get uh, kind of lopsided and deactivated in this center, central part of our body. So we reset the pelvis and then we get the abdominals going. Now we do that on our back, but there's it's just to fire it so that we come up and do these other things upright. But for somebody who can't get on the ground or say you're at work or you're just not whatever, you're not able to get on the ground or you just want to start to incorporate it in your day, do this do this series. Because the idea is that you're not turn you're not like okay, now I'm exercising and now I'm not, or now I'm moving and now I'm not. The fact is we live in a body. There, There's many different approaches of how, what is the best way to move the body? What's the best way to stand? You know, should we do this movement, this movement? But the one thing that is irrefutable is that we exist in a body. And so we need to know that just that fact alone means that we are supposed to be moving in it. It is our transportation station. It takes us around. It engages us in life. And the best way to move is with integration of these core muscles, these abdominal muscles. So it is important to know how to use them when you're not on the floor. And I hope this helped a lot. So use your abdominals and and, and don't be like, oh, I need to do abs. I need to do abs but I never do them. You can do them every single day when you're brushing your teeth. Put yourself against the wall, brush your teeth, squat. You, you, why are you going against the wall? Because you're using the wall as feedback. Because a lot of people don't get enough of that pulling together and back. You re, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of layers of abdominal muscles that need to be pulled together um, to stabilize the spine. So think about how you can stabilize the spine and the rib cage, because that's one of the biggest uh, jobs of these abdominals is to help us so we can move through space and and feel balanced. I hope this helps you. I hope this encourages you to get up and move and get those abdominals lit up. And finally, just so I'm convincing you that you don't have to get on your get on the ground to use your abdominals, you also don't have to um, know how to do a handstand to come and join me on August 3rd in New York City to break a world record for the most amount of handstands done simultaneously. So right now the current re- uh, record is 399 and I want to smash that. I mean, we can do it and you don't need to know how to do a handstand. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take an hour and take you through a class that will give you the building blocks of how to get on your hands and get a little airtime. We just need you to get off the the ground briefly. So know that that is in your 
also in your wiring, again, you are, you have a body, you live in a body and it is made to move in a variety of ways. So let's try hand standing together and making history together. So come there on Saturday, August 3rd in New York. And you can sign up for that on my website, movementbylara.com. Please share this episode with friends, subscribe, rate, and review so we can keep this podcast going. I love um, getting all of your feedback. So send me any feedback at uh, podcast at movementbylara.com. Sending you lots of hugs, pulling for you. Get those abdominals fired up. Yeah.